guess I just get straight to it. <laughs> I got a nominee for Black History Month. I got my nominee ready. You know I couldn't go Black History without my man Hove. No Hove. Sean Carter. Stands for Jehovah. It's the Rock, huh? Hove. Jehovah. The God of Rap. The God of Rap. Isn't that blasphemous? He said blasphemy. I swear, that's y'all. a hard bar. Jay, yeah. Jay do be having yeah, a hard I'm balls. not even gonna hold you. I never want to beat that man, son. I really don't, son. Because if I ever beat him and he disappoint everything that I already see him in my head, son, I'm gonna be so crushed. Mm. I never want to meet him. You know, one person I don't want to meet. Who's that? David. King David. That's another nominee. King David. You playing around with our muff, bro. King David is another nominee. You over here naming fictional. Uh... <laughs> All I'm saying is, can you at least name someone? That's me right there. You you over here turning me up. Oh, yeah, that's you. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying it's fictional, but I'm just saying, can you name? Someone that we like know of that we <laughs> seen, you know, <laughs> like real pictures of. Yeah, I can do that. All right, let me let me do a real nominee. Um, you could go with oh, Beyonce. You know who I'm gonna go with? Who? The uh, the little boy that be singing Negro spirituals. You don't even know his name. I don't even know his name. I know who he is. The one that always sing about slavery. You are mocking his his talent and his parents' talent. <laughs> <laughs> That's my nominee for this this week. Oh, I'm definitely gonna put a clip of him singing on on like the background. <laughs> uh, Hopefully, man. we don't get copyright. No, no, we not. We ain't on YouTube yet. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's uh, that's my nominee, man. Anyways, um, you know, we, during the what do we call it pregame, the pre meeting, we was discussing discussing. What makes a good leader? Yeah. And um, one thing that comes into mind before we actually get into the meat of the subject is uh, our opinions or, well, differences, difference of opinions when it came to how the owner of the Bulls should have uh, approached Sky Pimpin'. Okay, you want to talk sports? Okay, let's go. Well, you don't got to talk sports. You know, you know I don't watch sports. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's one thing that we both disagree on, whether the owner should have, you know, restructured the contract mm-hmm. or should have left it as is. Yes. To add content to what Chen is saying, Scotty Pippen was up for a, uh, a contract uh, and a contract re-up and the contract that he negotiated with was below his value, mm-hmm. you know? The owner told him that if I was you, I wouldn't sign this contract. You're bringing me a contract for yourself that in me, myself, I wouldn't sign. Mm. Scotty Pippen was like, this is what I want. I want this. 
Now, the owner has a rule, and it's not a Scottie Pippen rule. It's a rule that he has for all his players that play under him is that, okay, once you sign a contract, we don't renegotiate during the duration of your contract. You have to expire for us to come back to the table, right? So about a year in, the salary cap in the NBA went up. Meaning, like, I think there was a new TV deal and so forth, et cetera. So that means more money came into the league, which means that a lot of players was getting paid more than Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen, as you would know, is on the same team as Michael Jordan. They was winning championships. Michael Jordan's getting paid a lot of money. And Scottie Pippen, who is the second best player on the team, wasn't even getting the second highest paid uh, salary on the team. I think he was like seventh or something like that. And Chen's belief is that the owner should renege on his law, I guess his rule that he set up for himself that I don't renegotiate contracts during your contract. You must wait till it expire. I believe in that. Chen says that there should be some type of you know, negotiation. He should basically not be a man of his word. So, quick question: Do we consider this guy a leader? He is. He is the leader. He he was the he was the owner of the team. And okay, so that's just the you know before we get into this. Mm-hmm. So, my belief as a leader, right? And and we're gonna get more in depth as we discuss what makes a great leader. But my belief is that you bring out the best of everybody who's under you. Yes. That's my belief. If your rules doesn't do that, if you have certain standards for your your players or your your team or your you know subjects, if you're a king. No, because you know we got a lot of black kings out here. Okay. Black kings out here that's doing a lot of things. So if you're a king, you got subjects. Or a subject of one, because it really just be you and your mama. But um, but yeah, if, if you got subjects, my thing is, as a leader, one, your job is to serve, and then two, is to bring the best out of the people to accomplish a certain goal. I agree. So if you have a rule such as, I don't renegotiate, which one, then makes the people under you upset, and then two, doesn't bring the best out of your players, I think there's something wrong with that rule. And if you can't readjust and rechange, then I think there's something wrong with your leadership. Okay, now just to stick on this topic, do you believe that a leader should be a man of his word? It depends. If I promise you something and you won that promise, yeah. So but if I find out that something that I said is wrong and it doesn't make sense, now, I'm going to go back on my word. So, I only got to be a man of my word when it benefits you. If, Not, it, if it benefits the mission and you, yeah. But I, but the reason why I have this law or this rule that mm-hmm. I don't negotiate um, during your contract, I don't mm-hmm. renegotiate, this is not, I'm not picking on you yeah. per se. It, it, it's not personal. So, what's the reason? It's business. What's, what's the reason? The reason, I think the reason was. Does it bring more championships? Uh, I don't think it. I don't think the reason for that rule was champion based. Mm. 
but I think it was more to to um I know have I know you heard that saying of there's a time and place for everything. Meaning that during the season, we don't talk contracts. Meaning like we're focused on basketball. Mm-hmm. And during the off season when it's time to talk money and contracts, then we do that there. Okay. If if I'm a if I'm the boss and I tell you, hey, I went and signed this contract. Yeah. Like, this is the numbers you bring back to me, and I'm like, hey, I wouldn't sign this. Yeah. And you go on to sign it, right? And then because you don't like it because of your, because now you're underpaid because mm-hmm. there's more money coming. Yeah. More money is going to come in constantly. Yeah. The salary cap is going to go up constantly. Yeah. So every time you feel like you're underpaid or undervalued, mm-hmm. I have to come back to this table and give you more money or, or like at least hear you out to where I'm actually setting a standard of this is what we do. During negotiation time, we negotiate. During the time when it's time to play, we play. We not go muddy the waters because you feel something one day and then, you know, you're emotional the next day. Mm. I think the reason why he said that was to keep emotions at bay as much as possible but emotions got loose it got loose because scotty felt slighted yeah but they still won they did and truth of the matter is the reason why i would agree with you slightly is because this only happened because it was scotty pippen yeah meaning like if mj came to them and said like hey i feel slighted I think they would have renegotiated with Michael Jordan. The same way as I probably would read I probably would have renegotiated with Michael Jordan as like a leader. And I, I I get that, but you know, we would never know, right? Because uh we could it could also be the other way where they probably were only one, two, three championships and Michael Jordan would have been upset and never came back, right? Probably, yeah. And so we don't know. We don't know. Maybe he would have stuck to his guns and then it would, you know, not led to the other three championships. I'm about to say, Michael Jordan was so good. Yeah. So it's like. You're right. It's like, uh, I could afford to lose to Scotty, you know what I mean? Compared to losing MJ. You're right. I mean, who knows? Who knows? My, But I guess my thing is, as a leader, and, and this is what we, we probably discussed later on. It's like, what are those qualities that you value in a leader? Mm-hmm. But my thing is, as a leader, is one you can't treat everybody the same. So anytime somebody has a role where, oh, I like that, where you're saying like, I'm gonna treat you how I'm gonna treat this person, and how I treat that person, it's always it's always weird because it's like the way you talk to this person might not be the same way you talk to that person. And communication as a leader is very important. Okay, uh, so let me ask you a question then. You say you won't treat everybody the same mm. as a good leader, mm. right? Do same and fair mean the same thing? Mm. Because I guess I would ask, can you, can I not treat you the same, but still treat you fair? That's a good question. No, because my thing is if, because fairness is based off of comparison, right? Yeah. So if I see that this person have this, this person have these, what's the word? They have these 
privileges that I don't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is it fair? Yes. Okay. And the reason why, because somebody might put in more work, and people people know. Some people there's this that small percentage of people that don't know, mm-hmm. and there's another percentage of people that pretend like they don't know. Yeah. But overall, I think people know how much work they put in and the value of the work that you put in. Okay. And I think you should treat people based on the value that they put in and then also their style. So the way I communicate with somebody who needs that, like I need to be rough on you, mm-hmm. I can't do that to somebody who's a little bit more sensitive. But they know like, okay, it's, it's still love there. Okay. Like for example, the way you talk to your daughters might not be the same way you talk to your sons, but your sons usually won't be like, "Oh, you treat Shoyi different than you treat us." Yeah. Like this is unfair. They they was maybe when they're young, but as they grow older, they they would probably understand. And just, I think it's the same way with the people who was under you. Um, I think they they kind of know, and, and and the reason why I bring that up, is it goes back to, let's say he did, you know, that that not GM the owner. Had that rule, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people would have been like, "Oh, why you renegotiate with Jordan, but you didn't re-? I mean, Sky probably, but everybody else wouldn't really say much if you renegotiate with Jordan. Not everybody else, because he's the clear number one. He's the best. Mm-hmm. Now I would say I pre- I'm pretty sure people would be a little slight mm-hmm. if he said I would never renegotiate with anybody, and then he renegotiated with Jordan because then your word. Okay. It's taking less because it's like, oh, you didn't renegotiate with me because you said that's your law. You renegotiate with this other player who's on the bench because you said that was your law, but you renegotiate with Joy. So which one is it? Is it your law or Joy? Versus if he said, I'm not going to renegotiate with you. Never said, I don't renegotiate, but he said, I'm not going. And he said it to somebody else. He said it to somebody else. And then you might have a reputation of this guy don't renegotiate. But if you renegotiate with Jordan, it's not that you're going against your law, your 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 word. Mm-hmm. But it's just that there's certain uh, there's certain uh, standards that Jordan has met to for you to yeah even enter the room of renegotiation. So when it comes to being a great leader, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna read what the internet says what a great leader is, right? Okay. So a great leader possesses a clear vision, is courageous, has integrity. Honest, humility, and clear focus. Mm. Great leaders help people reach their goals, mm. are not afraid to hire people that might be better than them, mm. and take pride in the accomplishments of those they help along the way. Mm. Do you believe in that statement? Uh, 100%. Uh, well, let me say 95 because I might find out I don't believe in something, but it sounds really good. Yeah, I think it sounds good. Well, you don't believe in it? I do. Um, my my objection will only be: What if they don't possess all of those traits that I just named? Okay. But they possess some, and when I say some, I mean let's say let's say uh, uh let's say your leader is not humble. Mm, I see. He don't possess humility. But boy, his clear focus is like a hundred percent. Meaning, like some of the things he has is like higher than the other things, but he's just not humble. Yeah, yeah. Does that take away from him being a great leader? 
if if his other traits is just like that good. I feel like it's like that Disney leader that you just read. Like it would be wonderful <laughs> if someone was like that. Yeah. All around. But But a lot of people everybody's ain't. human. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like nobody's nobody's that it's like, you know, you got people looking for the perfect wife or the perfect husband. Or people's like, why is not why you know, why are my parents not like this or you know, so everybody wants that perfect representation of you yeah. know whatever everybody wants that, that perfect cocktail and yeah. things like that. So I, yeah, I, I would say it just, I don't think you have to be everything that 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 description said as as to what a leader is. Mm-hmm. But I think you know you play to one what you're trying to achieve, right? So for example, some people under Michael Jordan leadership play really great because Michael Jordan brings out that that side of you. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people like the I, I read recently. Uh, the the first draft or third draft pick no it was the first draft pick and for the wizards kwame something kwame brown or something yeah like that. Mm-hmm. who did terrible under michael jordan's leadership he just broke they said that he he can't even really play because he was he wasn't good well they they said he was good before uh-huh. he got to join but uh-huh. he just crumbled under jordan's he, leadership he wasn't good in the nba yeah but they said that, that was just because his confidence was gone who knows? I don't really know, but 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 under Jordan's leadership, he didn't, he didn't really thrive, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it, it it really depends on who's under you that really determine if you're a good leader or not. Because maybe your leadership works for some group of people, but it doesn't work for these group of people. Mm. So, so a, a great leader gotta be able to have the discernment to know. It depends, like, because I'm thinking like, what if like that leader's way is like it worked for him or her mm. like this is how i get things done like i micromanage yeah and some people need that and and but some people may not yeah and the people who may not they may look at the leader like i don't need that but you got other people that don't micromanage they really they hands off and then people like this guy never here yeah but but my thing is how do you talk to a leader in a way of like, if a leader believed that their way is what got them there, mm. how do you talk them off that ledge that like you need to adjust in some fashion? Mm. You know I, what I mean? I don't know. I, I but also I was just thinking about this. Some leaders are lucky enough to have selections, so they could pick who they want, and that you don't if you don't perform to you know to their their standards they could kick you off mm-hmm. so you have leaders that have that blessing where it's like oh you're not thriving under my leadership get off and it's oh like steve jobs if you ever hear the stories about behind steve jobs this man yelling at all his people screaming on top of his lungs mm-hmm. telling cursing people out telling them to get out their office yet he built things back to back to back to back so is he a great leader no that's what i was going to ask you because they painted him to be a bad person mm. you know what i mean until the latter years of his life where he was sick mm. and things like that would you say that he was a good leader only because of what he accomplished through you know building apple or was he a bad leader based on how he really couldn't get people to 
not like him, but like you know, like a leader is like, like I think he was fired at one point, right? Yeah. Because of how he was and things like yeah. that. So it's like, is he only a great leader based on the goal of achieving the goal? I think also it's like, are the people? Hmm. It depends. I I I don't know. Cause, Cause, my other thing is like, are people all happy? But but happiness doesn't necessarily mean happiness. Not even a goal. Like yeah, that's true. Like usually, when when it comes to leading something or being a leader, it's, the objective is the goal. It's a get to a point, yeah. And they're like, I could do it with you, or I can do it without you. Because Harry Tubman was shooting people, not not white people. No, Kanye said. Please. Kanye said that Please. Harry Thompson really okay, but not. Nah, but going back to your point, like Harry Thompson, we see her as a leader. Yeah, and she was very strict. She was like, "We're about to escape," and you had a couple of people was like, "But Massa, Massa, he he stayed right out the gate every night." Okay, and she was like, "You know what? Pow!" <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else want to talk back? Uh, and everybody's like, you know what? I don't even know what master means. And then you know they. they and then that's what they just follow so the like, and go it. Yeah. Is that a leader? Because maybe, maybe sometimes it's like you're right. Maybe it's not about happiness at that point. It's right. Right now, it's like we need to be free. I'm here to free people that want to be free. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna stand in my way of that, if you don't want to be free, you have to. You have to die. Yeah. And her objective was to free people that wanted to be free, and so it's like. At the end of the day, she got rejected, even if it wasn't like the most pleasant way. It was like the goal was the goal. And True. Now, in your life so far, you ain't, you don't have to say no names. Have you encountered a bad leader? Mm, yeah, yeah, I have. What traits did they exhibit in being a bad leader? I think one thing that I appreciate from all leaders is taking responsibility for okay. the mess up. Anytime you start blaming other people, I think that makes that's like automatic. Like you're a bad leader. Like if you're if if, if for example, I remember this one story. I don't know why I'm talking about sports so much, but I don't on. know why either. But okay. Um, I, I ain't gonna lie. Every time you talk about sports, I get scared because I'm like, oh, you never boy. know. <laughs> I might mess up the name. Uh, um, but I remember Iman Shumpert was talking about um being under uh mellow. And saying like once like Iman was a, a rookie at the time, once Mella came up for the shot and and Iman was 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 open, and Iman was like, "Yo, passing me, passing me," but Mello just shot it and missed <laughs> and lost <laughs> <laughs> and lost, and so Iman was mad. Iman was like, "Yo, what?" And so Iman looked at at uh, Mello and was like, "Yo." Why? Why you shoot the ball? I was open. You can't pass it. Man, you can't. Pass. And Mello was like, "I know. I'm. I'm. I. I, pl- I play this game to know that you're open. Mm-hmm. I know that you're open. Like it's not that I didn't know you was open. Even if I didn't see you, I knew you was open. Mm-hmm. I know this game that well. So from you, I understand that. I understand you, man. But at the end of the day, it's still my decision. And what what Iman explained was, if he miss, he's gonna get the blame." Mm. If 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 Ema miss, Melo still gonna Mello get the still blame. Get the blame. And he was like, I the, what we was up against. That was that was a game winning shot. Am I gonna put the pressure on you? 
or I'm gonna put the pressure on me. And so sometimes it's like as a and he and and Iman went on to say, and we had some bad games, and where was my fault? Where was other people fault? And Melo went up there and he was like, yo. And, he, he, you know, Melo would come in the in the locker room and yell at you. Of course. But when he's up there in the camera, he was like, yo, we got to do better. Uh, you, know, I, you know. It's basically on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was showing show that. And I think that's one, for me, one trait as a leader that you have to have. Like you have to take responsibility. Because when, when everything's good, they're going to give you all the praise. Mm-hmm. So when everything's bad, you always got to take that responsibility of it's on me. I think the trait that sticks out to me in a bad leader is uh, doing everything. Mm. Uh, you can't lead and do everything, yeah. especially you when you have people whose expertise is in the thing you're trying to do. You know what I mean? Um, I can understand the uh, the want to or like the uh, the feeling of it's not going to get done unless I do it. Mm. But I think doing that, that you kind of undercut people's quote unquote power. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and like you don't, and like you never want to take people's power away or yeah. like their, their feeling of power, even if it's not real. I heard a quote that said that control is, control is just a, it's a figment of our imagination. Really, but we don't gotta get into that. Okay, this podcast. Okay, <laughs> thank you for that. Of this episode, anyway, continue. But yeah, when I used to see someone like try to do everything and mm-hmm. they wasn't see, it's one thing if you do everything and you're, you're like good. and you're like good equally in yeah. all of them, but they use the one thing that they're good at to basically say I should be doing. All of this, mm. and that's never a good trait because yeah. then nobody can tell you anything. Mm. In that sense, I don't know. Like, and it's funny. I would think that in a leader, I would look for humbleness, but I don't know if I value a, a leader being humble as much as I humble. Yeah, be fake humble. I guess. Like, I, I, I think people. I think when people ask for someone to be humble. Mm. I think that says more about the person asking than the person you're asking it mm. from. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if if you're right about something and if you're confident about something, I'm like, do you. you good, but it goes back to your point of when you're wrong about something now, yeah, you got <laughs> to come and show that face. You know what I mean? Be like, hey, yeah, no. I was wrong about that. But if you're right, listen, do, do cartwheels around the office. I don't care. You know what I mean? But I, I just don't know. I think also it, it, people who are fake humble, and this is why, I don't know if I want to say his name. You ain't got to say names, but, yeah. you, but it, it don't matter. It's a, it's a very famous president. Oh. Not the last one. but Anyways, um, so they, they would say I can't, they would say, you know, this is a group effort. You know, like I can't really change everything. Everybody mm-hmm. else needs to work together we need to work as a country to really change things which then which is true which is true but which then allows people to say hey he can't do everything then he's only one man mm-hmm. even though you might be the most powerful man in the world he's only one man he can't do everything 
which is which is you know okay because you know and i think also i see in like a lot of ceos where it's like i don't really have all the answers when they talk into their team it's like i'm looking at you guys to really push and and, and work out and, and it's not and let me not say it's, it's fake humility uh fake humbleness um but i do think it is a is a uh trait that a lot of people look towards to see okay this guy doesn't act like he knows everything mm-hmm. and he's being vulnerable right he's being vulnerable to the point where he's saying i don't know everything i i'm you know only human you know quote unquote but also allow other people to when when they when things don't go right all the time mm-hmm. it does allow them to say okay he's human versus like we know we know somebody who's not human to a lot of people mm-hmm. and he can't do no wrong so anytime things go wrong there's no cop out either it's somebody else's fault or this is you know it's just never their higher, fault it, or yeah it's not it's never their fault mm-hmm. or it's a higher power that's you know working in the midst but my thing is what is is there any good trace of a leader to where if it's done too much it could be turned to a bad trait like I got one that's you know it can be you know subjective mm. I think over communication can be you bad so? yeah how i think it's some things that should be shared okay i see what you're with 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 the team you with yeah, yeah, yeah but i think there needs to be a separation of power at times if i if i involve you in all of the decisions that i make it gives the illusion that like you have the final say yeah, yeah. in some cases um that's true. And I and I feel like as a leader at certain points it's good to let people know what you're going to do even if it is solely your decision or even if it is a group even if it is a group based decision. But I do think over communication could be a bad thing. Even though it's a good trait to have like to communicate is good, but to that's a good trait that I see if you do it too much can be it can have a bad effect on whoever's following. Because because I don't believe everyone follows you as a leader because they like you. Some of them follow you because they like you. Mm-hmm. Some of them feel indifferent about you, mm-hmm. but they agree with your objective. Yeah. Dude, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like those people who likes me, they're going to basically agree with almost anything i say just going off of my opinion you know what i mean because they like me mm-hmm. they are about me meaning i could change the target like okay we going to buy target yes we all going to buy target and then i ha- then i could wake up the next day and be like we go buy walmart you know what chris that's a great idea we go buy walmart but they like me they are into me mm-hmm. you know but if someone's into an, an objective they don't like i feel like those type of people don't get as emotional yeah it's like it, it, it's all about the goal it's like okay yesterday you said we go buy target and you changing your mind like what's going on yeah. so it's like do, do target got the do uh walmart got the i don't know what target got that walmart doesn't have really Qua- quality oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> i was to say like <laughs> but that's true if somebody wants quality stuff and they're like whoa why are we going to walmart not saying that I shop at Walmart, you know, Target's too expensive for me. 
But um, is it really too expensive? Nah, man. Target is lit, man. I, I've been there a couple of times. It looks, it looks, it looks expensive. I say that. I like, I like things on the floor. What? I like, I like, I like sitting, look, going down the aisle. And seeing, and seeing chips in the where the pots and pans are. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I know I can save some money here. <laughs> That's what that means. The more the more disorganized something is, the more money saving is going to be had. Um, but yeah, I think for me, what I think is too much. Going back to what I was saying earlier, is uh, being too being too vulnerable. Okay. I think it's cool to say I don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. You know, as a president, be like, you know, I, I don't have all the answers. But when, when you do need to have the answers, you can't say that. For example, if we're, let's say, you know, uh, China attacks the U.S. That's extreme, but I'm okay. And the president comes out today talking about, I don't know what to do. <laughs> He's getting impeached the next day. <laughs> Boy, you better go back into that office and figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. Like you can't come out, or like COVID is just killing people left and right. Like even if you don't know what to do, you can't say that to your subjects. And these are extreme examples, but mm-hmm. there's certain things that people look to you towards you to figure out because yeah. you're the leader. Now, you could say, maybe in the aftermath, you could be like, yeah, I was scared in that moment. Didn't really, I wasn't really sure. Mm-hmm. But during the situation, especially a situation where this needs to be an urgent decision. Yeah. Or a serious decision. Like, you need to know what what's going on. Yeah. I think vulnerability is good because it then allows people to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you do mess up, people also sympathize with you. Cause they they like oh you're you're yeah. also human, but I think when it's too much, it, it people lose this, lose faith in your leadership. Yeah, based on who you are right now and so forth, right? Do you consider yourself a leader? Nope. Why? I think I still got to work on my communication. I feel like I have ideas, but I, I feel like I don't really communicate to a point where people understand it. And so I think that's that's the cause. I think what happens a lot of times is people are like, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. But I feel like the way I communicate at the time is either I leave major parts or pieces mm-hmm. and I hope that person understands, see the whole vision. And so I think that's my biggest part. Like, I, 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 I can have the vision for something, but what's the point of having a vision if you can't really paint the picture for other people? Yeah. It, do you have a goal to be a leader? I think it's necessary if you want to get things done. If you have like actual goals in mind, because the bigger your goals, the bigger your vision is like, the more help you're going to need. But my thing is, can you achieve your goals being, let's say, like a great follower? Like, can is there is there a way to achieve what you want to achieve, putting yourself under a great leader besides you becoming that great leader? Yeah, I think it's also an ego thing, right? Um, I think a lot of times people want to be the head of something because mm-hmm. uh, you don't really get that recognition of achieving a goal. 
Um, and you know, I'm not excluding myself. I, I think I fall into that category of having too much ego. Cause I, w- I was thinking about this. I want, I want to start a charity. Mm-hmm. And, but somebody was like, somebody checked me and they was like, you sure that charity doesn't exist? <laughs> I was like, it probably do. And then she was like, why start your own instead of building up somebody else's or even learning from that person before you, you decide to start something that somebody else is doing. My man over here like, cause it's not mine. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, but she did make a great point. It's like, you don't really know what is needed out there. And a lot of times people go ahead and build these things, especially charities acting like, you know, I'm going to do something. I'm going to change. Not knowing that other people are doing the same thing that you're trying to do. Yeah. Versus like you starting charity that actually solves a problem that nobody else is focused on. So that's that. I think that would be, um, yeah, I, I think that's something to look into, like trying to be a follower to achieve my goals. Um, and, and who knows? Maybe I learned how to be a leader from there. But as far as now, I know I know I don't, I don't have one major component that makes me a leader, which is communication. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, I think the trait that I need to work on to be a good leader, I think people respect results. Mm. Um, and I lack results at this moment. Granted, I'm young, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, but I'm a great follower, though. You think so? Yeah. Like, I'm very loyal. Mm. Um, I can help you achieve a goal. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's, I think, you know, I'm not saying there's overvalue in being a leader, but we can't forget about, like, Every leader needs a great Good following. Follow. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it every MJ needs, a Scottie needs their Scotty Pippen. That's not getting paid. You see that? Okay. And that's why people don't want to be followers. <laughs> because what the follower Scotty Pippen was the MJ, he would have got his he would got his A full circle. So like what the fuck fo- so the follower not getting paid as much as the CEO. <laughs> that's all messed up. This, but this is the world we live in, right? And I think so going back to that ego thing though. It's like people are like, oh, you're so shallow. You want to be beautiful. Like people, you know, versus, you know, people that get worked down in their bodies. Like that's so shallow. Why are you mm-hmm. just love yourself? But there's a lot of benefits that come with being beautiful. And I think it's the same thing as there's a lot of benefits that come with being a leader. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you're the follower. And yes, you're, you're on the coattails of. Not the coattails, but you know, you, I mean, you're achieving a goal. Hey, ain't nothing wrong being on the coattails. Yeah, you're achieving a goal, right? You know, Sky Pimpin is probably a very popular name because he was under the Michael Jordan name. Mm-hmm. But Michael Jordan, as the leader, still is a billionaire. Is He's a billionaire just because he was the leader of the Bulls. If somebody was bigger than Michael Jordan on that team, with Michael Jordan, even with Michael Jordan being as skillful as he was, mm-hmm. he would not be where he is now. Really? I don't think so. Well, he's well, he's not a billion. Well, he's a billionaire because of his shoes. But that's what I'm saying. He got the shoes because of why? Because he was the leader. Of and the life. reason why his shoes were so popular was because of why he was the leader. And so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like because he was a leader, and not only of the Bulls, of just. The whole, it's like being number one comes with a lot of benefits. I'm about to say, like, if we want to keep it, like, you know, we in February, uh, and this is coming weeks after Valentine's Day, I never heard no woman say, oh, I want to 
great follower, you know, like <laughs> I want to meet a great number two, you know, be a great number three or like a guy, you know, cause women are leaders too. I never hear a guy that, you know, say I want someone who is third place, second place and so forth. So like I get, I get this privileges of being number one, Yeah. but sometimes it's just, it's like the example you gave being number two could just be just right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because coming, being number one, there's 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 so much to lose yeah. in being number one compared That's to true. being number two. It could just be just right, you know. Like I can make mistakes and someone's gonna cover for me. Yeah. And and let's say when I do right, if I have a great leader, they they go give me praise and things like that. Like basically, if the Bulls going off of your sports analogy, if the Bulls lose, nobody was never gonna say, Scotty, this is your fault. Yeah. He, there were series and games where Scotty didn't show up and Jordan had to do more. Mm. You know what I mean? But if they was to lose, nobody was going to say, Scotty, you need to do better. Question. Um, did the Cavs win the year that Kyrie shot the ball? <laughs> when? Oh, no. When Kyrie took the ball to the other court? <laughs> What are you talking about now? Remember uh, when Cat? It was like one of the game seven. Uh, one, it, not game seven. It was one of the seven games um, during the uh, finals. Finals with the cast with LeBron and Kyrie, mm-hmm. and then Kyrie took the ball and ran the other way, and then James was like, "Where you going, Kyrie?" Mm. But Kyrie hit the shot though. Oh, you got the shot? Off? He, I thought you missed. I don't specifically know what you're talking about. Okay, but. In the the year that the Cavs won the championship um, with LeBron, Kyrie hit the most important shot. Okay. LeBron was... LeBron did have an important block though, but Kyrie hit the most important shot. I don't know if they won the championship or not, but it was a game where Kyrie went the opposite direction, and everybody was like, "What is Kyrie doing?" And, I, and people were joking that he was drunk and whatnot. Mm. I wasn't sure, but but he didn't get blamed. Even if let's say that was the 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 year that they didn't win. He ain't getting blamed for that championship. People still blame LeBron. Of course. For not taking it all the way. Um, I do want to say, uh, you know, there was an example that I gave in another episode um, where this guy who who was in sales said that he made more money in sales as the number two and the number three than he ever did in number one. Yeah. And it's like sometimes as a follower, you might be if sometimes you might not be the best leader. And not only best leader, sometimes you just got to understand that, okay, if I'm number one in this company, mm-hmm. if I'm the leader in this company, then the company's not doing so well. Yeah. Sometimes I need to be number two and number three because somebody who's better than me means I'm in the right place mm. because this company is pushing themselves to the limit. I always made the most money, not when I was number five, right? Not when I was number one, mm-hmm. but when I was smack in the middle, when I was either two or sec- or third, that's why I made the most money. And sometimes people just got to understand. Like, even for Sky, going back to the Sky example, Sky probably wouldn't have been as big as he was if he wasn't under Michael Jordan. Not at all. So it's like, maybe Sky won from, from that exchange too. Yeah, and that's something that, I, that I, I would tell people listening. I would tell them to discern who you are real fast. As quick as you can. Discern mm-hmm. if you're a leader and like discern if you're a follower. I'm not going to get on here and tell people, please, everyone be leaders because we need followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're a follower, 
then be a great follower. You know yeah. what I mean? Follow a, a a person who's a real leader. And if you are a leader, be a great leader. Like have that clear vision, have that humility, c- learn how to communicate better, execute. Because I think one thing about leaders is no matter, people will have feelings about how you do something, but what you do will always be objective. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, he yelled at his employees. Yeah, he throws things at his employees. But he made the iPhone. He made the iPhone. Or that he has 11 championships. Or that it, it like results is something that just can't be debated Yeah, at all. And there's anything, on, anything else on leadership that you'd like to touch on? Um, Kanye West didn't pay his Sunday service people. Allegedly. But they still made a great album. Is that great leadership? Allegedly, I don't know if he didn't pay them. I don't even know if he offered to pay them. <laughs> he probably told them that they're doing it for Jesus. Well, I mean, look, none of the Sunday services were were costing any money. They were all free, so I don't know. I think he paid them in sandals <laughs> and clothes and clothes. Um, yeah, we pray for Kanye West. Uh, but nah, I think we touched on it. I'm not praying for Kanye. Hmm? I'm not praying for Kanye. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Why not? I got other people to pray for. I love your enemies. He's not my enemy. I love Kanye, but he's not my enemy. Love everybody. I love Kanye. Then pray for him. No, I'm not praying for him. All right. Well, I, I pray for you, Kanye. He told us to pray for him. No, he, he needs to take his medicine. Hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mark Our Words podcast. Don't forget to subscribe as well as share the podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Our Words podcast, as well as subscribe to our newsletter that will be released every Tuesday with the upcoming episode. Blessings. <laughs>